Hello everyone, my name is Yuvarajan and welcome to the premiere of a brand new season of Knowledge Worth Sharing. My podcast has officially turned two this year. Since season one has ended, I've taken a gap from podcasting to revel into a journey of pursuing my passion, which is to serve as many people as possible worldwide. I've enrolled into J. Shetty Certification School back in May 2021 after waiting patiently for almost a year and a half. I have successfully graduated from JSCS on October 2021 and I can now proudly say that I am a J. Shetty Certified Coach. Along the journey, I've discovered my coaching niche, which is anti-discrimination. Therefore, for this brand new season, I will be focusing on the powerful human stories who went against the odds. This podcast will dissect on the strong-willed individuals who has been subjected to discriminations on how they came out of it and in turn serving the world in their own unique way and thus making the world a better place. It will be a mix of series of interviews and solo episodes which will retain the education element as I believe discrimination stems from ignorance and education has the power to eradicate ignorance and thus potent enough to combat discrimination. This will be a weekly podcast with interview episodes alternating with solo episodes. Please do give your feedbacks via my contact details which is available in my description. I truly value your feedbacks to improve my contents further. May you enjoy stay here and find my content worth listening and sharing. Service, education, drive, self-fulfillment. With humility, Yuvarajan. Welcome to my 6th episode of Knowledge Worth Sharing Season 2. I appreciate your willingness to check out my content and I hope you'll find it meaningful and worth sharing. This episode will be another solo episode where I'll be talking about pertaining topics related to anti-discrimination. By the time this episode gets published, it will be the eve of Valentine's Day. Therefore, I would like to take this opportunity to wish all lovebirds who are listening to this episode a blissful Valentine's Day. May the love prosper and progress daily for all couples. For singles out there, like me, don't feel glum. We can always look forward to the day after Valentine's Day, February 15, as it is Singles Awareness Day, a proud day to be single. Or we can always wait further 9 months for Singles Day, 11-11. However, Valentine's Day is not all lovey-dovey flamboyance of expensive gifts love is in the air that's not the case to keep true to the purpose of this podcast anti-discrimination i search google 
with the terms of Valentine's Day discrimination. Suddenly, this article in NPR written by Linda Poon caught my attention. I found it worthy of being featured as a podcast episode. Global activists regard February 14 not as Valentine's Day as many of us know, but as V-Day, the letter V. V-Day is a global activist movement to end violence against women, girls and the planet. V-Day believes that when art and activism come together, they have the power to transform systems and change culture. V-Day is a movement and an example of the power of art as a liberating tool for transformational holistic education and social justice. Are you intrigued to hear more? If yes, this episode is for you. So sit back and stay tuned. Now, let's get started with this episode. Valentine's Day isn't just about candy hearts and kisses, at least not for global activists. For them, February 14 is V-Day, the international day of ending violence against women and girls. Starting in 1998 by Eve Ensler in the play The Vagina Monologues, the V-Day movement tackles the abuse and discrimination that women face. In the constitution of many countries, the law guarantees equality. But that is not always the case. A report published by the non-profit Equality Now highlights more than 40 national laws that take those rights away. Some of the laws make it legal for a man to abuse his wife. Others dictate what jobs women can and can't do. Still, others declare that women are worth less than men. Antonia Kirkland, legal advisor for Equality Now, mentioned that the most surprising thing is just to see in black and white how governments so clearly see women as second class to men in the law. She adds that the explicit discrimination in this law is only the very tip of iceberg. In 1995, nearly 200 governments came together for the annual UN World Conference of Women and pledged to revoke all sexist laws. The UN also made gender equality one of the Millennium Development Goals in 2000. But since then, little progress has been made. So, activists are asking the public to take action. 
Here is a sampling of outrageous laws taken directly from the legal courts of different countries. Here is a sampling of outrageous laws taken directly from the legal codes of different countries. Disclaimer, some of the details which I'm going to mention may sound disturbing, so listeners' discretion is advised. In Yemen, a husband has all the entitlement to have sex with his wife. A husband has the right to be obeyed by his wife in the interest of the family. She must permit him to have legitimate intercourse with her when she is fit to do so. In India, sexual intercourse or sexual acts by a man with his wife provided the wife is not under 15 years of age is not rape. In Nigeria, it is not a crime to hit your wife for correcting her. The infliction of grievous hurt upon any persons which a husband does to correct his wife, such husband and wife being subject to any native law or custom in which such correction is recognized as lawful. In Egypt, a man who kills his wife over her act of adultery is not punishable for murder. Whoever surprises his wife in the act of adultery and kills her on the spot together with her adulterer partner shall be punished with detention instead of penalties prescribed in Articles 234, which is unpremeditated murder, and 236 assault. Shocking. In Malta, a man guilty of abducting a woman is not liable for prosecution if he marries his victim. If the offender, after abducting a person, shall marry such person, he shall not be liable to prosecution except on the complaint of the party whose consent will be required for a marriage. And if the marriage takes place after the conviction, the penal consequences thereof shall cease and the party convicted shall, upon his application, be forthwith released by order of the court. In Russia, women are prohibited from doing 456, I repeat, 456, 456 types of work. Banned activities include operating trains, bulldozers, ships and trucks, working in sewage system, producing ladder, firefighting and repairing aircraft and vessels to mention a few. In Madagascar, women are not permitted to work at night. Women, regardless of age, shall not be employed at night in any industrial establishment of any kind, public, private, circular or religious, nor in any annex of one of those establishments, even if these establishments are of a professional or charitable character 
except for establishments where the only ones employed therein are members of one same family. In Guinea, a married woman can only work if she has permission from her husband. A wife can have a separate profession from that of her husband unless he objects. If the interests of the family do not justify the husband's opposition, the women by law to override it. It is so sad to see women as still being treated badly in the 21st century. Women are after all human being just like men. Therefore, they deserve to live a life full of dignity and pride. I want to end the episode with a beautiful quote by Osho on respecting women. The quote goes, If you cannot respect women, you cannot respect anybody else. Because it is from women you come. The woman mothered you for nine months and then she took every care. She loved you for years and then again you can't live without a woman. She is your solace, your warmth. Life is frigid. The woman becomes your warmth. Life is very uninspiring. The woman becomes your inspiration. Life is very, very arithmetical. The woman becomes your poetry. She gives grace to your life. She takes care of you. She loves you. And she goes on loving you tremendously. I've included the links of the original NPR article and the We Day Movement in the description. Thank you for listening to the end of this episode. My podcast, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube pages are now online. Do check them out and do not forget to tag me on Instagram at knowledgewordsharing underscore yd and knowledgewordsharing by Yuvarajan on Facebook. I'm also delighted to say that my podcast is now available in Apple Podcasts, Audible and Amazon Music. For those who are interested to have a free discovery coaching call, I've also included the link to schedule a call with me in the description. If you find this episode useful and worth sharing, please do share in all your social media handles so that many more can listen to it and hopefully will find it worth sharing too. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next episode. Sayonara.